The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. A brand new episode. Oh, it's uh, this, this episode being released on uh, Christmas Eve. And uh, so, whatever you're uh, celebrating, happy life day, whatever. Have a have a good time. Just relax. Everything will be fine. Sit back, put your feet up, get a a, a little something in a glass, and sit back and enjoy this episode. And uh, happy holiday, whatever you celebrate. All right. Uh, in this episode, not only do we get reviews of Aquaman and Bumblebee, we do kind of a deep dive into the Spider-Verse. It's not spoilery as far as if you haven't seen the movie. Um, but uh, yeah, and uh, we talk about Hellboy and a few other things. It's a fine episode, so uh, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, always brought to us by our fine, fine sponsors. Open seven days a week. Their hold service is free. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. With the hold service, you get a 10% discount of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South. Get what you want for Christmas at Dr. Volt's. Cabin Fever, of course, uh, wishing you the happiest of the holiday season. From retro games and puzzles to books, gift wrap, and greeting cards, they're located inside of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. It's Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. Uh, Chef Daniel and the Twin Sons Cafe started a GoFundMe campaign for the cafe to generate some working capital. He needs a beer and wine license, that sort of thing. So go to GoFundMe.com and search Twin Sons, S-U-N-S, Sons Cafe, and it'll pop right up there. Also, Black Velvet Boutique, open seven days a week. They have moved just a couple of blocks from where they were, 595 South State Street in Clearfield. And uh, it's our favorite locally-owned sexual wellness resource. They have moved. And uh, congratulations to Black Velvet Boutique for another great year. 595 South State Street in Clearfield. Haster Games. Not only does Haster carry the best selection of the latest board games and magic products, they will buy your pre-owned board games and magic products, too. Haster Games, 6831 South State. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday noon. Uh, to five on Sunday. It's a great place to stay and play. And of course, Booze Teak. We love Booze Teak. 315 East Broadway. Free parking. You get 15% off when you go in and tell Ivy Geek Show says, hey, it's a great place to get uh, not only your uh, drinking accessories, but uh, Ivy has discovered Funkos. And it's, it's, so, it's so cute to watch her go crazy with them. Open 11 to 7 every day in December. Uh, it is uh, Booze Teak. Stop by and say hi to Ivy. All right, let's get to this this episode. And uh, just a heads up, this is not the episode with the uh, fireside chat. That's next week. Just a warning. All right, uh, let's uh, get to it. Have a message or two, then please to enjoy. This is not your everyday cafe, and this is just one indication. F***ing delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Sons Cafe in Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at TwinSonsCafeSLC.com. Hugs are free. Twin Sons, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, it's food is. 
Booze Teak can step up your gift-giving game. You'll love the geek barware. Get Star Wars or Star Trek drink can cozies, Han and Leah teacups that say, I love you, I know, and more. Plus Funko Pops, including Ivy's favorite, Death from the Sandman comic, and Funko Bob Ross as Deadpool, and even more geekware. Don't forget accessories for wine and cocktails to entertain and celebrate. Gift cards are available as well. Located at 315 East Broadway, they got free parking at Booze Teak. Get 15% off when you say, Geek Show says hey. Open 11 to 7 every day in December. Geek Show, Geek Show, Geek Show! And welcome to the basement. On the dot! This has never happened before. (laughs) Where am I? Carrie always says... Gather at twelve thirty, roll at one, and so we all get in here at like one forty-five and start <laughs> recording around three. on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> a day late. No, right on the dot today we started. Wow, look at that. We're so good. It never happened. Never. The equipment's about to explode. Yep. <laughs> is that, that what that smoke shit. is? It's that, me. It's that me. Was I'm the, the last difference. Geek show ever. <laughs> I want credit. I'm the difference. Counts. <laughs> Counts keeps us <laughs> yeah. going. That's right. Uh, he smells smoke. He's uh, the producer and designated driver of the program. And toast. He is. <laughs> toast is smoke. He is Uh-oh. Let, let me get that ambulance get on the way here. Just get an Uber and dump him in. Just, it's cheaper. Type nine and one. Yeah. Just, hey, uh, check me out on Twitter if you feel, at Quad T Tony, or every week here on The Geek Show, or every other week on The Gadget Spot. And a special shout out to, to the one... The one time I get recognized every year, once a year I get recognized out in public for Geek Show, yeah. it was Bryce at Smoky Mountain Pizza. Oh, Thanks, all right. Oh. Good job, Bryce. He's like, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> right? Maybe it wasn't a good thing. <laughs> I didn't recognize you today. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Counts. You're a good friend. Uh, yeah. Get him off the show. Let's see. <laughs> you ordered the oyster pizza. I see. Uh, let's see, uh, everyone, Lee George Kate is here. Hi. Hi. I'm so happy to You're be here. You're looking good. Thank you. I'm feeling great. Good. Feeling great. Uh, friends, thank you so much for um, your uh, over-enthusiastic uh, writing campaign to Blighting Cool. Uh, <laughs> yes. Did it work? Yes. I, I have been added to the writing staff for Gotham. I do review hey. Gotham. I, I now write about Gotham once or twice a day, it seems like. Uh, I've been told, though, that never again am I to do something quite like that because uh, some of you did not follow the instructions and just sent messages to all of the editors of Blue no. <laughs> not just the TV editor. So I went from, oh, Lee, he's a good writer. We like Lee, to fucking Lee. So anyway, I'm, I'm on the writing staff there. I've also been added. I'm, I'm doing uh, editorials on old movies now, uh, part of the game staff, and I'm reviewing comics. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm telling you right here and now, folks, if you're Planet of the Apes fans, uh, you got to read the Planet of the Apes comics that Boom Studios is putting out because they mm. are part of the Holy Scripture, and they're, they're fantastic work. So and when I'm not doing all that, I'm still painting at Ship Games. So uh, I'm a busy boy, but living, I'm a happy boy. You're living your best life. I, I really am. You said old movies. How old are you going back? Yeah, uh, I'm curious. I, like the, Birth of a Nation? <laughs> like those ones you have to wind? Yeah, the Nickelodeons yeah. at Disneyland, right next to the handy shocky. So, no, I'm just, I'm mostly like writing about, uh, I mean, my first one was supposed to be about Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, so it's ah. only like 10 years old, because I, I think that's actually should be uh, supplanting Die Hard as the ultimate Christmas movie. Um, Even when, no matter what Bruce Willis says. But my first movie <laughs> article was about actually calming the fuck down about the Hellboy trailer. Because, oh, my God. oh good. You know, seriously, folks, well, we'll, calm the fuck yeah, down. I'm, sure, the I'm sure we'll get there. <laughs> we're we're going we're yeah. to get there in about yeah. five minutes. So <laughs> hang on. Uh, 
Jimmy Martin. Hi. Jimmy Martin is here. Oh, <laughs> that's who he is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I him. Like, you recognize somebody? Who's this guy? It's a stranger. I looked at it since <laughs> mid-October. Hollywood loaned us back our yeah. panels. Yeah. We got our entertainment reporter right here <laughs> in, the, like, yeah. in the building. <laughs> who is this spiffy plaid otter? <laughs> fucking busy. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to take away from those assholes. Plaid otter. <laughs> there we go. Plaid otter. It's yep. spiffy. Plaid otter was the, ah. the plaid otter returns. That's what it should be called. The return of the plaid otter. I came all the way back on Ellie on my back, just patting on my tummy, <laughs> <laughs> just just busting oysters open on his belly. People he just throwing really, peanuts at me from the side. He really cuts through the water. He really does. <laughs> so Hi, uh, watch me on KSL. You can uh, so watch me and Council Big Wee Mouth Off. Uh, you can read me in Slug. And uh, yeah, so good times, uh, man. It's been a fucking wild ride. I'm sure we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shannon Barnes. Hey, everyone. what's up? Hi. <laughs> That's all you got? Oh, he just uh, died. No. He just died right there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> uh, I got 16 days off. I can tell the stuff. Me closed. too. Yeah. Yeah. And here's what's yeah, fucked so up. Do, so do most government employees. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. So I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm going to try to read a book or, you know, do something. Okay. And then I get a message from Lyft. It says, hey, Shannon, thanks for riding with us so much. Your next 10 lifts are 50% off. And I said, cool. Looks like I'm going to just try to avoid alcohol poisoning. <laughs> so uh, I'll be doing that at Lucky 13 on Wednesday. Yay. The next two Wednesdays. All right. For my pub quiz. It's fucking great. Come to it. 8 o'clock. All right. <laughs> Jay is out. Uh, telling jokes for money, and so we've invited our returning champion <laughs> counts. It's been a while. Back. <laughs> hey, everybody, Yay! yeah, you can find me uh, with Jimmy, as he said on Big Movie. I've got my own podcast called the Ghostlight Podcast. It's an interview show. <gasps> it is very unlike the things I'm going to be saying today. It's very PG, and I'm also I'm writing a book. I should, uh, should I should announce that here. It's called Way Too Many Jobs. It's a biography of thousand year old vampire Lee George King. <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling the you job, right before. Job hire. I, yeah. I, I was just telling you. It's uh, called 300-page resume. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, have, I actually have 15 different resumes, depending on the job I'm applying for. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> you going to do a pop-up version of it? That'd be great. Well, it'd be pretty thick. I was oh. going to say, that's a lot of paper. <laughs> <Just likely. laughs> hey! Just wheel Hello. it out. Just wheel it out. Oh. I, 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 cool. I need a ghostwriter on that book. Yeah? Yeah, because I actually want to add that to my resume. All right, ghostwriter. <laughs> right, yeah, ghostwriter. You know what rhymes with ghost? Host. Oh! oh shit, that was good. God, if I had peanuts, I'd throw them at you. That was really, really good. To <laughs> use. Use. Mr. Paul. Kerry Jackson. Oh, thank you. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10. Well, uh, I'm back on the 2nd, anyway. Nice. Uh, January 2nd, so... Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. All right, we just blew through intros in six minutes. I That's know, right? also a record. Yeah. yeah. At least for the last, wow. like, two years, three, I, I four. Usually, I usually take eight minutes just on my own. I know. Again, <laughs> again, I'd like to take credit for that. <laughs> well, the first uh, recording I missed, I was in a <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. Guess what I'll get to see tonight. Are you going to see um, spot into the, the Spider Verse? Spider Man's. Yeah. Oh. We'll, we'll get to that. Oh yeah. I think I'm going to go tomorrow. We'll I already saw that. the greatest Aquaman movie ever made. <laughs> Indeed. Well, let's let's yeah. start with. We got to raise a glass. <laughs> oh, I forgot my drink. Mm. Raise, a, raise a pretend glass. I got it. It's my phone. You don't have one. He's got a bottle. <laughs> I'm raising a bottle. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's really sad. He's serious. <laughs> yeah. Penny Marshall. Yeah. Oh, that made me so sad. Yeah. My there's, no, there's no crying in baseball. My nope. seventh crush. Really? Yeah. 
I Le- loved Laverne. Laverne? Oh yeah, I fucking love Laverne. And see, Shirley was my crush. I could see that. Yeah, I could see. No, Laverne seemed like she would be. Like, I remember being five years old and watching that, and I was already in love with uh, Lindsay Wagner from Bionic One. Oh, of course. And I was in love with uh, Christine Chapel from the from the Star Trek, and Lieutenant Uhura from the Star Trek. Of course. And and Julie Newmar and Eartha Kitt from the Batman. Yes. But, All uh, excellent choices, Lee. Oh, well, yeah. No, I, I was very well-rounded with my youthful crushes. <laughs> and you worked as a grip on all of those shows. I did. I was four. <laughs> worked on a grip? Oh. Yeah. He, was, he was working a grip. Worked on his grip. I was, I, I was a fluffer on Batman 66. Very demanding work with Burt Ward. Uh, you didn't get a credit. You should be upset. <laughs> they don't about call that. Dick for nothing. No, they don't. <laughs> that guy was quite a handful. Uh, <laughs> but, that, yeah, that's where she started. Was uh, Laverne and Shirley, which was a spinoff of Happy Days, mm-hmm. which was a spinoff of Love American Style. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, it's like 720 um, degrees. I know, right? <laughs> uh, her first film as a director uh, was anyone? I'd say big, but no. uh, was no, it? It's not that one. Hmm. No. no, it's uh, she had a cut her, a league of her own. No, no, that's the 90s. She had to cut her teeth on something else. You know, you make make all your mistakes well, somewhere. Ron, Ron Howard was splash. the Return of Swamp Thing, and then you move on. You know, oh. that's what I tell people. You got to go somewhere where no one will notice. You can make all your mistakes and then go to the big place. Oh. Uh, Jumping Jack Flash that, with, with Whoopi. Oh, that's, that's right. right. My right. wife loves that movie. She oh, loves man. that movie. Really? Loves that movie. Oh, okay, is that the yeah. one where she goes? I'm a tiny. Black woman in a big metal box. So it's the one where in the movie poster she's doing jumping jacks. You know, yeah. <laughs> that makes take sense. that literal. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah, uh, they from, worked hard on that one. Yep. From there, she went on to make one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Big, big. Yeah, Big's I've fantastic. got a fun story behind Big, and it's not really fun. It's just the way it made me feel. Uh, on the morning of September 11th, when all the world basically coming to an end, you know, it's all, I was like, I don't want to watch this shit anymore. I need something that's just going to make me smile, and I popped in Big. Yeah. And then I, I said, I just ruined Big. <laughs> Aww, no, I, I will now forever associate Big with. Yep. Uh, yeah, very important movie. Um, and, and, you know, you think about it, we're getting a, a new version of Big coming up with the Shazam movie. Yeah. yeah. God, that trailer is so good. Do, do you know what's funny, though? I don't know why they're releasing Shazam in April. Because if you watch the trailer, it's clearly taking place during Christmas. Yeah. And then Aquaman should have been in the fucking summer. That's a Because good by the time it gets on Blu-ray, it'll be Christmas time. Oh, look at you. There we oh, go. That makes sense, too. Uh, from there, she went on also with Tom Hanks to make uh, another very important movie, A League of Their Own. Mm-hmm. First women's baseball team. Great film. Uh, features uh, a very... Unlikely cast: yes, Madonna, Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell, Gina Rose, Davis, yeah. Lori Petty, Rosie O'Donnell, John Lovitz, John right. Lovitz, David Strathairn. Uh, but yeah, so uh, raise a glass to uh, to Penny Marshall. She helped keep the, uh, the the legend of Tom Hanks pee jokes alive with that movie. You ever seen that? No. What's look? If you ever get a chance, Google Tom Hanks pee jokes. There's a lot of them because there's the Tom when he walks to the girls' locker room and starts pissing. And they're all like, man, that's a lot of pee like that. There's the one where in the money pit where he goes out by the fountain and is taking a piss next to the thing. And that one's clogged up, so he makes fun of it. There's the green mile when he can't take a piss <laughs> oh, because yeah. he's got urinary <laughs> tract infection. There's Forrest Gump when he says, I got to pay. Uh-huh. There's that one. There's the castaway when he goes out and pisses in the, in the ocean. Every time there's like a, like a record of like piss jokes with Tom Hanks. Did he do? Did huh. he do the movie where the Japanese company is taking over the auto plant? Is God's Gun Ho. That's that Michael, Keaton. Keaton. Oh, Michael Keaton. Oh, it's Michael Keaton. That was. It's just a good pee joke in that one. That generation's <laughs> yeah. Tom Hanks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she was also Carrie Fisher's bestest pal. Oh, That's really? Right. They were absolute best pals. Oh, really? So, 
They're remaking like, Big in the Sky. I, I like I like to think that they're in uh, in atheist heaven, burning, <laughs> the sh- burning the shit out of everything. Yep. So raising a glass up there. Yeah. All right, let's talk about some trailers. Yeah, yeah. And let's begin with the Hellboy trailer. Hellboys that happened right. uh, last week. Are we yeah. taking a bet? Was it leaked on purpose? Uh, it was scheduled to be leaked on Thursday or released yeah. on Thursday, yeah, but it was released Tuesday night. Tuesday so they, night, yeah. they did damage control release on Wednesday, yeah, which was a lot of fun to try to cover that because yeah. <laughs> um, you know we already had we already had our our the bulk of our story written <laughs> for mm. the Hellboy trailer, <laughs> and then boom, there it is. So uh, that trailer is not the piece of shit that a lot of people are trying to make it out. I think it's a piece of not shit at, at all. all. And I there's a lot of people. Fun. I saw comments like, oh, it looks like low rent cosplay. I saw and that one. It yeah. looks what? like it, this looks cheap. This looks shitty. This looks flimsy. Uh, the one complaint I didn't see was my only complaint, which is, okay, you say you're going to make an atmospheric, darker Hellboy movie that's closer to the source material. You don't use Moni Moni. <laughs> yeah, that was my only complaint. Right. And if you're going to use a Billy Idol song, don't use his shitty cover of an already shitty song. Yeah. So, <laughs> but anybody who's read Hellboy comics, on the other hand, saw some shit they really wanted to see. Exactly. See, in the comic books, little known, little known thing for those of you that just watched the Guillermo del Toro movies, uh, you have to separate the comics from Guillermo del Toro because he didn't make Hellboy movies. He made Guillermo del Toro Hellboy movies. So you're saying right, he, did, yeah. he pulled a Christopher Nolan and made Batman movies. Exactly. So yeah. he, he made movies that were very thoroughly steeped in what makes Guillermo del Toro tick. Yeah. Fairies, monsters, mm-hmm. creatures. There's not a lot of the Hellboy mythology in that. In the comic books, he is a descendant of King Arthur. His mother, who you never hear about in the movie, yeah. his mother was human. And he is of the direct line of, of Arthur. So you actually see in the trailer, he walks up to the stone with Excalibur sticking out of it mm-hmm. in the fucking trailer. Mm-hmm. And there's there's just so many of the monsters that are part of Hellboy lore are in there. Uh, one of my favorite comic arcs for the, for the Hellboy comic is when he fights Baba Yaga, you know. In, yeah, I the, saw her house and, in and the trailer. he's outside of her fucking house. Yeah. She's got this giant hut with chicken legs that's yep. marching along. So this whole shit, there, there's a lot of people saying that... Uh, that the director didn't understand the source material. I'm like, <laughs> I disagree. I, I fucking disagree. And Mike Mignola fucking disagrees. He's like, yes, they actually, his complaint, and he loved the Guillermo del Toro movies, but his complaint was that that it was Hellboy only, you know, in, in look and feel and atmosphere, sure. Yeah, and the BPRD and that sort right. of thing. But the actual nuts and bolts of, of the BPRD and of, of Hellboy were not really represented. And then all oh, the people were complaining about the humor in the trailer, too. Cowboys uh, are funny books. It can be mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, yeah, he likes cats. And I had, I had you know, you know, the peanut gallery on, on Bleeding Cool trying to correct me on, well, Hellboy's never been funny. I was like, I beg to differ. Bullshit. Yeah. Uh, hey, lady, be quiet. I'm trying to drink with skeletons. This is a funny fucking line. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, it it's, you know, humor, well, humor's what you find out of it. But Nobody, Well, even, even people saying he doesn't understand the source material, you're, you're basing it on two minutes and 15 seconds of fucking footage. Right. Shut the right. fuck up. You don't, you don't know. And most of it's just him punching shit. Right. And okay, so uh, David Harbour, um, I don't think he looks bad as Hellboy. No, he doesn't look like Ron Perlman. Well, stop asking what people are getting caught up on. Stop asking for Ron Perlman. The dude's old. He's sixty nine years old. Leave him alone. Yeah, can you? I mean, seriously, what was it? Six or eight hours of makeup to put on the Hellboy costume? Right. Easily. Well, he could sit there while they put it on. He's good good at doing that, and he would do it (laughs) because the dude loves his fans, and his fans love Hellboy. But 
Give him a cameo. The guy's got the guy's been doing some interesting work. I mean, Drive was fantastic, right? He was mm-hmm. so good in Drive. He's and, good in that Punisher short film they did yeah, with Thomas Jane. The, the dude, the dude's having a good career yeah. still. So saying, oh hey, you know what, Mister Perlman, uh, how about you just sit your your almost septuagenarian ass <laughs> in a chair for eight hours? How about you salute him and say, go spend your Hellboy money. You did as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let somebody else. Thanks, take it. bud. Yeah. Well, and and the other thing that they're <laughs> that they're you know they're saying the director they're, they're worried about the director. I'm not. No. This guy made a very scary movie called The Descent. Yep. Don't oh, yeah, that's a great with he the did, girls uh, in the cave. The girls yeah. in the cave. Yeah. He, did, he did dog soldiers right around the same time. Yeah. Oh. That's him? Yeah. The, guy, the, so, the tr- werewolf? Yeah. yeah. Oh. So this guy's got it. This <laughs> yeah. guy's got it. Don't, yeah. you know. So, and then, and then, I bought Dog Soldiers. Dog Soldiers that's, that's is... That's how much I like it. It's intense shit. But, <laughs> but what, what they're getting caught up on, and I, I hate... I, I've dubbed it the Legion of Meh, because, God. frankly, <laughs> you don't fucking know what the movie's going to be. All of us that went into Rogue One thinking that we were going to get a certain type of movie... Yeah. Uh, I didn't get any Jedi. I don't think most of those scenes were even in the movie. No, they the, 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 famous, the famous TIE fighter scene on the on the, yeah. the, the catwalk is not in the movie. No, well, the movie. You cannot judge a movie by its first trailer. Not if it's great, not if it's terrible. Well, even, speaking you can't of that, judge it. It's now... I mean, they, a lot of companies figured out to do stuff like that because a lot of people bitch like, I've seen so much in the trailer that now you're just wasting all the time in the movie. You've got the TIE fighter thing that you're talking about and there's yeah. also the one, one of the biggest things that we all shit our pants about uh, what, a year or so ago for Spider-Man uh, Homecoming was Iron Man and Spider-Man swinging through the city together. Yeah, yeah. Never in it. Never happened. The they said they made yeah. that shot for the purpose of the trailer uh, just to get yeah. everybody excited. What yeah. about Hulk running with everybody in Wakanda? I mean, <laughs> yeah. come on. Yeah, that did. That's true. Even, even on the poster. Yeah. But here's Hulk, you, Hulk gets his ass kicked at the beginning of the movie. I mean, I don't think you that, never was, see him that again. wasn't a deleted scene. You guys that was said, meant to throw us off. Yeah. 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 You guys yeah. said you like him for uh, Dog Soldiers and the Descent, but even TV shows, he looks like he's done like two episodes of Game of Thrones, two episodes of Constantine. Yeah. Oh, nice. He's got this. Hannibal. There, there is a scene towards the end of the trailer where Hellboy takes on the the persona of Anang Unrama. Oh yeah, his, when he's coming his, out of that demonic aspect flaming, yeah. you know, with the big flaming crown yeah. and the giant. Uh, it actually looked cooler than Guillermo del Toro's. And those of you that know my love of Guillermo del Toro know that I just died a little. Inside I don't like it well, anymore. Yeah. One of the things that was interesting is if you look at at, uh, at the makeup on the new one, it looks more like. The Hellboy face from the comic because on the comic he's kind of craggy, he's, you know. He's craggy and he's got and the, he's got the jutting jaw exactly. And, yeah. and they didn't really do that as much with Ron Perlman's yeah. version of so, it. So and, and the the last thing I want to say about it is is if you can't get over the changes, so yeah, it's a new director and it's a new actor playing Hellboy. Um, okay, then you can't get over uh, Sean uh, Sean not playing. Um, James Bond anymore. You can't yeah. get over. Uh, well, and it's like we, we saw that with Solo. People it, well, couldn't deal yeah, with, with Harrison like, Ford not playing Han Solo. But it's like we always say: uh, those two Hellboy movies, yeah. they they still exist. Yeah, yeah, you can still go they're, back and they're watch yours. Them. You can pull them down off of the shelf and make love to them anytime you want. You can watch they, them over and over if you want. Yeah, and guess, over and guess and what? That could be the only thing you ever and watch guess again. What, yeah. Guess what else <laughs> they were? And this is where I, this is where I, I, I draw the line with it. They were also box office failures. They were. Uh, the first Hellboy cost them like $66 million to make. It made $99 million internationally. The only reason why Universal turned around and made it, I'm going to get corrected on that, it probably wasn't Universal, but when, when the next uh, 2008 movie was made, it was just because a new studio had the rights and said, yeah, let's go ahead and make this yeah. movie. Yeah. That oh. movie did great for a week until the Dark Knight knocked the shit out of it. That's right. Yeah. That's so, true. That's right. I remember... Uh, Counsel and I snuck out of work to go see Hellboy 2. Yes, we did. <laughs> I loved it. So like, we have a meeting to get to. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go. Gotta um, go. The other uh, trailer we got in a similar vein is from a continuing uh, franchise. 
We got the Men in Black International trailer. I can't believe they put a girl in a suit. I can't believe Will Smith's not in it. I can't believe <laughs> Jones isn't there. Wait a minute. It's a Ragnarok hey, reunion. I love it. Yep. I, I, I watched it. that and I went, oh, they're I'm, bringing a sense of fun back. That's nice. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, you this. Know? After I, Kat and I watched this trailer, we immediately popped in the first Men in Black and watched it again. Yeah. Still holds up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fun. No, the first one is a good movie. Uh, but the first this one, one is a good movie, and this one yeah, I'm I excited. I didn't talk about the others. Thank you. The, the first one, but <laughs> the uh, third one's actually not that bad. What was, what was the third one? It's where they go back in time and Josh Brolin plays. Tommy oh Lee yeah, Jones. Yes. I, I like that. Dude, one. Josh Brolin playing Tommy Lee Jones is fucking hilarious. That's, it. that's a good cast. That's right. Now yeah. two is a piece of shit with Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, this looks like a lot of fun, and I hope that I I didn't read any negative comments about it. Honestly. No, they were too busy complaining about Hellboy. Too I busy think complaining about Hellboy. Ridiculous I think it looks cast. Great. Ridiculous um, cast. Yeah. Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, you got uh, you got Rebecca Ferguson. Emma Thompson. Yeah, Emma Thompson. She Liam, looks great too. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson, of course. Yeah. Liam Neeson's. Uh, Kumal Nanjiani is in it. Oh, really? Nice. Now, did you notice that? Yeah. But it's uh, Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. Yeah. If, if you look at the in the trailer, everybody's like, "Oh, Will Smith's gonna make a cameo." He's in the trailer. He's in that. that He's in that the that painting. Photo. Well, are they setting her up as his kid? I have no idea. I don't know. I mean, there's, there's only so many people, uh, you know. Uh, I hope not. Black people in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. I just hope she's just, you know. Cause, uh, yeah. Cause just cause some there, there's actually two different kinds of uh, trailers out there because I showed Kat the, one of them and I was like, this is not the one I saw. Because there's one of them where it shows her that she says, I've been tracking you down for like 20 years and I finally found you. Mm-hmm. So how, how does that make me look, you know, to become an agent? Well, that's why I'm yeah. wondering if they're setting yeah. up as this kid. But I mean, I hope not. isn't that the played. second time in the last couple of years Will Smith has been in a movie and a picture? Because he was in the second Independence Day in a photo, right? Oh. <laughs> That's so he, I guarantee he's collecting a check. It's like, it's like, it's like uh, Stan Lee's sure. Netflix cameos. Yeah. Easiest off, cameos. Off of the month. Yeah. Just speaking of that, though, I mean, I, I made a status on Facebook because it's really pissing me off about judging movies like you know where you haven't seen shit because everybody lost their fucking minds with these Aladdin pictures. Yeah. And I'm like, and they're like, he's not blue. And he's like, I'm going to be blue, assholes. Yeah. All right, just calm down. Relax, like, you everybody. haven't seen anything yeah. yet. <laughs> and people just want to just jump to fucking conclusions. Yep. Well, like it, like it would make a difference if he wasn't blue. It I really, mean, it's not right. Ruining my childhood, ah. Carrie. I mean, anyway, you know, don't make you know him fucking ru- blue. You know what ruined my childhood? What? My fucking childhood. <laughs> you know, though, seriously, if Donny Osmond isn't in Yellowface for the Mulan movie, I'm going to lose my shit. Exactly, I really am. Uh, there's another trailer out there I'd like to direct you to, and that's uh, Star Trek Discovery uh, season, tr- uh, yeah. season two, yeah. Yeah. Uh, where you get young Spock, a lot more of him, yep. and uh, you get to see Michelle Yeoh as uh, Captain Giorgio, evil version, yep. right. going into Section 31, yep. and she's getting her own series. Yes, she nice. is. Ooh. So there you go. That, you get, that's, I, I, I got, you get, that's what I got to binge watch on this break. I saw it and watched it. You Discovery? Watched season one? one? Oh, it's oh, good stuff, man. You get to see the you get to see the Bohannons from uh, Hell on Wheels as as Captain Christopher Pike. Yeah. Well, and you get an awful lot of Klingon origin shit. Yeah, because yeah. remember, oh no, I liked it. I just they, for some reason I just kind of stopped watching. They really they really fuck with you too because the, the big argument they keep saying is part of the Prime Universe, and now I'm completely convinced that it is the Prime Universe and that everything we've seen before is not. What if that was the case? Yeah. Because every single time time travel comes in, you splinter the universe. We learned that from the J.J. Abrams movies. That's right. You're squeezing my mind grapes. (laughs) So think about that. You're right. Now if they turn around and say, oh, no, this is the prime universe, and this is where everything starts fracturing. So... Oh, okay. Oh, now you've cool. blown my mind. Now. Yeah. Okay. And besides, their hairy mud is. Carrie, you didn't write down mind grapes. 
really <laughs> should. I, I, my I stole that joke. I think so too. That's a Thirty Rock joke. Um, you wrote for Thirty Rock? No, I stole. I just steal their jokes. <laughs> Another trailer I'd like to uh, direct you to is the first trailer for Umbrella Academy. Oh, oh Gerard oh, Way's comic. Ah. I don't know if you got a chance to see that or not. I did. I, I did not. Uh, uh, Ellen Page is playing the violin. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so you got... Uh, That's based, a big violin. Based on the Dark Horse comic, Gerard Way, Gabriel Ba, uh, yeah. centers on a group of people born with various superpowers who are adopted by a man called the Monocle. Yep. And they, of course, are tasked with saving the world. It's like Gerard, it's super weird. It's like Gerard Way decided to do his own X-Men. Yeah. But got weird with it. And mm-hmm. then he went on to do Doom Patrol. And the Doom Patrol trailer just dropped. Oh, and also yeah. Dropped. Yes. <laughs> that thing was silly as shit, it wasn't so it? Good. Tiny Tim's tiptoe through the tool. Yeah, what the fuck? I was like, perfect. <laughs> Am I the only one whose eyes always come out red? Uh, <laughs> I, if, if, if 20-year-old Lee, who loved Doom Patrol more than anything, knew that Brendan Fraser was going to voice Miss, uh, Robot Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of great uh, trailers out there. A lot of great stuff to look forward to in the coming year. Yeah. 20, 20-year-old Lee, who fought with Napoleon. Oh no! I, I was actually, <laughs> I was actually his uh, his his valet. <laughs> All right, and then like uh, seeing the Shazam trailer on the big screen before, uh huh, mm, before Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah, I, I was just like, God, I can't wait for this fucking movie. So uh, they said we're gonna get a new one in January. You mean the yeah? Your, your you mean Shazam. the the greatest Aquaman movie ever made? We'll get to that coming up because <laughs> I think Jimmy and Counts are gonna review it. I haven't seen it, so yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, but but you guys talk about it all, all right. you want. After we're, we're good. These <laughs> messages, we'll be right back. Dr. Volts has got what you need this Christmas. Back issues are 20 to 50% off all December long. And with new sales each and every week. December 1st through the 8th, toys and statues are 20% off. The 9th through the 15th, graphic novels are 20% off. The 16th through the 31st, everything store-wide is 20% off. They're open seven days a week, hold services free, and with that you get a 10% discount of $20 or more, and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South. Get what you want this Christmas at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. If you're a gamer, you know, love to play games, board games like uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, you'll love Haster Games. My guess is you've heard of Haster Games if you're a gamer. They got new lines of metal dice to go with their gemstone dice in. They have a great weight to them. Die Hard Dice and Gravity Dice. And they carry more dice than anybody. And these have been selling very well. Guilds of Rivnica, a great new set for Magic the Gathering, is now available. Uh, for Dungeons and Dragons, a Waterdeep Dungeon Heist, two weeks early for sale. Go see this wonderful campaign for Dungeons & Dragons. Haster recently added more display cases, a sound system, they're, uh, more shelving for their huge game library, and yes, you can play games for free at Haster, and computer kiosks to help you peruse their inventory and order cards. Stop by and see all the newness at Haster Games. And tell them Geek Show says, hey, not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and magic products, they will buy your pre-owned board games and magic products, too. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State. They're open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday, noon to 5 on Sunday. It's a great place to stay and play. Remember, Haster has it. Had enough yet? Looking for that something special for your dearest and craziest friends? Are you through scouring the internet for that one item meant to bring joy and a little look of acknowledgement from your best bud? I've got an idea. Step away from the computer. This year, think about shopping local. Head to Cabin Fever, located in the heart of historic Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Since 1982, Cabin Fever has been serving the Wasatch Front everything you and your friends wish for in a gift store. 
from movie and TV lunchboxes, jigsaw puzzles, tin signs, bar signs, playing cards, retro puzzles and games, candy, as well as everything you need to make the items sparkle under the tree, from ribbon to wrap, bows to holiday cards. Satisfying all of your holiday needs since 1982, Cabin Fever wishes you the happiest of the holiday season. Located inside Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Stop by, say hi, tell them Geek Show says, hey, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a holiday greeting card store. Our favorite locally owned sexual wellness resource has moved to a new location. Go check out the beautiful new Black Velvet Boutique at 595 South State Street in Clearfield. Now, when it comes to sex, as with any healthy relationship, good communication is key. Being confident in the bedroom is sexy, and knowledge helps you get your most confident, sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique's helpful and friendly staff will answer your questions and find out what you need, or they'll leave you to your own devices. It's entirely up to you. Enjoy the best parts of being an adult with intimate bedroom toys and lingerie from Black Velvet Boutique. Go see the nice ladies at the all-new Black Velvet Boutique on 595 South State Street in Clearfield today. Visit them and uh, mention the radio show I work on, Radio from Hell, for special discounts. Ask our friends at the store for details. Black Velvet Boutique, their new location, 595 South State Street in Clearfield, or you can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or call them, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. Black Velvet Boutique. All right. Uh, later in the program, we're uh, going to have Jimmy review uh, Aquaman and Bumblebee. And anybody who <laughs> a lot has of seen, people seen it, Aquaman's. Yeah. Yep. Any, anyone who's seen any of them, will, everybody will weigh in. <laughs> but uh, I'm. I will only review Transformers movies directed by Michael Bay. I am. Uh, <laughs> I am late to the into the Spider Verse. Conversation. Oh, well, you mean the Utah Film Critics Association Choice of the Year? Best Choice of the year, year for adapted screenplay and animated film. I think <laughs> yes. Caitlin's seen it like a thousand times, and now. I finally saw it. Yeah, and I'm seeing it tonight. I gotta tell you, yeah, it's everything that people says. It's it really is. good. It's, yeah. it's that times two. Is, I mean, it's, is it making enough money that uh, yes. things are going to go? No, well? not really. Oh, oh no. no, no, it's not doing well. Oh, I mean, no. It's not doing terribly, but it's not like well, it's doing well. It. It's doing well enough. I don't like a sequel. That they have well in China. It's doing well enough that they have greenlit two sequels. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's good. You know. So well, success for Sony is not like a success for Disney. That's true. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And it's 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 a perfect movie. I mean, Jimmy and I give a lot of four stars, and they're not always for perfect movies. They're on the bottom part of the four, but this is a perfect movie. It's not even uh, my number one or two movie of the year, and it's still it's a four star film. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. easily, absolutely. It's uh, stay all the way till the end. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, because there's a payoff at the very end. Mm -hmm. I'm Um, happy to see Liv Shriver playing Kingpin. He is, and what's great is the voice cast in general. Oh, it's so good. The the entire voice cast is spot on. Yeah, but uh, him as Kingpin is perfect. Plus, they it's funny that. They draw him in that Bill Senkowitz mm. style as yeah. this hu- giant yeah. hulking thing. Like yeah, a comic. I think, I think he's too big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm being honest. It, it kind of bothers me how broad his shoulders are. Compared how tiny his head is. And how tiny his head is. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, but it's cause ev- I know, but there- every other character in that movie has somewhat of normal proportions to an extent, except for the Kingpin. There was just that one time that I... I 
you know, did that thought in my head when it's it's the scene in the subway car. Yeah, exactly. I won't go any further, but I'm like, there's no way he's walking no, through that door. No way. <laughs> he looks like those aliens at the beginning of Fifth Element that come to that. Yeah. So, yes. Yes. so you're, you're having the same thoughts as most people did yeah. when I owned a Ford Festiva. Exactly. But even <laughs> but then, uh, I, I didn't... I was going to say, put that aside. That's yeah. my nitpick. See, but I it's liked a fantastic that, movie. Oh, it's, it's, it, I like the way that they made him look. See, I liked that he was that big. If that was like live action style, then we're heading back into Joel Schumacher territory. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just happy to see John Mulaney in movies. Yes. Yeah, Spider Pig. He's been pitching a, a full solo Spider Pig he movie. Should. <laughs> he should. We've been watching a stand up on Netflix, and the guy just kills me. So. Oh, my God. Well, there's multiple ones. Are you talking about Radio City? All of them. Oh, my God. The Radio greatest City line so about the Trump presidency I've ever heard. It's yeah. like a horse is loose in a hospital. There's a horse in the hospital. It's the greatest <laughs> description of my that. favorite. Why is there a horse, <laughs> horse in the hospital? Oh, my we whole thought, thing. We wanted to see a change. <laughs> my, my thing was when he talks about Mick Jagger, because he's nice. No. <laughs> <laughs> such a great voice. But when he does the fucking no funny. Uh, when he talks about the, the phone booth like back in the olden times, yeah. he's like the operator's just putting the wires in the wall. Just to talk to anybody in the world. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's uh, there's that a uh, fucking Chris Pine is Peter Parker, so good. Which you can actually now hear on YouTube. Well, that's, that's, that's fine. You got it. That's my story coming oh, up. Get it. So <laughs> you. Kat, Kat and I were listening to it in the car last night. But. Um, well, there's a couple of things about Spider Verse that you need to know. Oh. Uh, first of all, McDonald's go, toys. Go see it. Uh, <laughs> second of all, uh, it may just, in fact, get your kids interested in comics. Oh, because here's the thing that happened. I had a friend. He, uh, she has a uh, a 12 year old boy, and fell in love with Miles Morales. Yeah, got a hold That's of me immediately character. and said, "What what is this all about?" And I said, "Oh, he's been around." He's been around for a very long time. Yeah, it's been like uh, ten years. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. easily. Early, and early 2000s, almost twenty years. He now. Uh, he took over, and I forgot, I because I read the first two hundred issues of Ultimate Spider Man, and I forgot that the first hundred issues or so was that blonde Peter Parker that we see. Yep. Yeah, an alternate dimension Peter Parker, and he does in fact die. Yeah, and mm-hmm. is replaced by Miles, mm-hmm. and that that story that that you see in the movie. That's I don't know how many issues of comics, but so it's wait, all. Yeah. Miles gets his power by getting bitten by a radioactive Peter Parker. Absolutely, okay. <laughs> uh, but but it's uh, it's it's just amazing because I'm gonna say and maybe I'm wrong. Ninety percent of this movie is comics canon. Mm-hmm. It could be. I want to say it is. Out. I don't know. There's a you mentioned your friend that we have a closer story. The same thing happened with their kid Jay. Jay. Oh yeah. yeah. Jay left the theater, went straight to Volts, and bought. The kid's kid, the, well, the, the anthology. Yeah, of it. buy the kid the Ultimate Spider-Man but, but anthology. But again, representation is not important. No, not at all. Yeah, because you know, having 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 your having your kid being able to go to a movie and see that, you know, not not every superhero is white and blonde and blue eyed. Exactly. Uh, and guess what? That's okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, are you a communist, Lee? I actually, I, I am a, I am a raging socialist. Yes. Okay. Good. So but not a communist because that doesn't fucking work. There is a difference. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, there is a difference. Well so, said. So go take your kids and get them some comic books. Get yep. them some Miles Morales comic books. Or if, if they like this movie, there's Spider Gwen comics. These and, are all and, out and there. do get the comics. Get yes. the trades. Support your local comic shop. And yeah. while I usually recommend that people get the Marvel Digital Unlimited uh, subscription, I've been saying the case of your kids. Get them the trade paperback because uh, it might be a good idea to get them off the fucking screen for a few minutes. That, I, that plus they'll remember a book. Well, the tactility of the it The tactility, all. yes, yeah. exactly, exactly, versus I, a, I wanna, a screen. It's not so much a counterpoint, but I just want to say also in the sense of people who don't read the comic books, you know, like that, because Kat went with me to, to Spider-Verse and fucking fell in love with it. Yep. And she was like, I want to be 
uh, you know, Gwen Spacey, you know, Spider Girl for and, for a cosplay. Guess what? The second you come up to my wife and say you haven't read one of the fucking books, you're getting punched in the face by me. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Because fuck off doesn't matter. Who cares? You know, it doesn't yeah. matter. Exactly. You can find your love for something in any medium. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. there, there are uh, Spider Gwen comics, and I hear it's very good. But you know, if she hasn't read the comics, so yeah. they are good. She's in a band with MJ. But uh, yeah, get your get your kids some comic books. The other thing uh, you need to know about uh, Into the Spider Verse, it looks so good. Because the, the animation style, I, I didn't know about this. Sony Animation has filed with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office to get a patent protection for the unique animation process and technologies used mm. to make this movie. Nice. It's a blend of computer animation with hand-drawn touch-ups huh. that's so complicated and meticulous, every second of the film took a week to complete. Wow. Oh, my God. So, Wow. Every, Every second. second. Obviously, so they're making it like uh, like Leica does. You have to have different departments doing different scenes yeah. at multiple, you know, same yeah. intervals. But that's, Jesus Christ. A but week to complete the, a second the, of a movie. The issue was with cell animation to begin with is there's 24 drawings for one second of animation. Right. So you're dealing with uh, 24 frames per second, uh, even a short film of three or four minutes. Uh, <laughs> That's the whole joke about the cartoons back in the day that the backgrounds were just the same, just rolling over like that. Yeah. And the Simpsons did it where they kept passing the same janitor door. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. But then the other thing you need to be aware of, and it's in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler, uh, where Sp- where Spider Man, Chris Pine Spider Man, is talking about, yeah, I'm Spider Man. I'm also a cereal. I'm also a mm-hmm. you know, this, popsicle. a that, a popsicle, and I, I even had a Christmas album. <laughs> and you get to hear some of it in the movie. <laughs> Especially at the end during the credits. Yeah. But they they decided to release this shit. <laughs> so good. The full mini album uh, includes the holiday tracks from Chris Pine, the one that he sang, uh, Shamik Moore and Jake Johnson reprising their roles from the film. It's now streaming the entirety of A Very Spidey Christmas oh my on YouTube and Spotify. Yep. So since this show is being released on Christmas Eve... Boom. There you go. I'm I'm so <laughs> excited to see this tonight because my my son is uh, my son like gets emotional with Spider Man because especially with the the one that Sony just did where he's under the rubble and pushing his way out oh. and everything. It's it's mm-hmm. such mm-hmm. yeah it's such iconic greatness. But I know this movie's funny, and if you've ever been to a funny movie with my wife. Mm-hmm. You're not going to hear much of the movie. You're just going to hear my wife laughing. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I just I just have so much love for uh, for this movie uh, Into the Spider Verse. So uh, yeah, it, you should get off your ass this holiday season and go see it. Go go support a cool movie that actually tried to do something new. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Agreed. See it again um, too, well, so it makes money. And yeah. one of the arguments yeah. in you know because this actually was a great year for animated films. You yeah, know, we had the Return of the Incredibles. You know, Isles, which Isles I just saw, was fantastic. I, I, great. And, uh, I did not expect to enjoy. Incredibles 2 as yeah. much as I did. And it's and great. It's a lot of fun. It's great. And I think... Cool female protagonist. I, I, I know at the the Animated Awards that they had a few weeks ago that, that the Incredibles kind of took it. Because everybody's got this love, you know, for something that brought back, what, some about 10, 12 years? Something? It's been it's a while, yeah. That's a long time. time. And, but, like, yeah, but, I mean, and I loved it. I loved Isle of Dogs, but, like, this is something you haven't seen before. This yep. is, like, a type of animation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I give all the love to people who do stop-motion animation because I don't know how you just don't kill yourself in the first 30 seconds. Yeah. But, like, this is something so different. So, yeah, go support it. Because... If anything about what I love about film is scenes, I'm like, holy shit, I have never seen that yeah. before. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Here's here's another uh, reason that I recommend it. Hey, my wife liked a superhero movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that's what I love about Spider-Man right now. Yeah. Uh, when Counts came over, we came to come up. 
Cat was sitting there downstairs drawing Tom Holland on her new iPad. You know, just sitting there caught in his you know, Spider-Man outfit. And it's and it's funny, the people who have been coming up to my desk at work and asking me about, so is that uh, Sp- the black and white Spider-Man? What's that all about? Is that a joke? Spider-Man noir. Oh, noir? <laughs> no, it was a great read, and you should go get it, yeah. you know. If you are yeah. looking for, uh, if you're looking for the source material for it, there is a uh, Spider-Man in uh, Spider-Verse omnibus uh, book out from the big Spider-Verse crossover from a couple years ago. Yeah, it'll set you back about thirty-five bucks, but it's over five hundred pages of comics. Oh, and nice. My only complaint about it is, is that uh, when when Marvel was putting it together, they kept it uh, they kept it separated by storyline mm. or, or by actual title instead of making it. They didn't do continuity based right, uh, right. ordering, and it's kind of oh. fun because I know, like in the in the Spider Verse movie, they they do have a kid with a Spider Man mecha. Yeah. Uh, in the comic, they actually have the Japanese Spider Man from nineteen seventies uh, who has his machine. <laughs> he's he is the Spider Man, the emissary of hell, uh, and he's got a giant lion Megazord type thing. I mean, it's, it was it was before Power Rangers, right? Uh-huh. And that's what it was. Is they Japan uh, a Japanese company that did a lot of the Godzilla movies. Uh, had the rights to Spider-Man, so they did on the old Godzilla sets. A lot of times with old Godzilla monsters, they had this shit with Spider-Man coming out, and he'd fight in his giant mechanized lion. What the? Uh, <laughs> yeah, just go on YouTube and, and look it's, up Japanese Spider-Man. It's it's all yeah. makes, it makes perfect sense. They're, they're, every episode, he would do like they do in Power Rangers when they yep. you know they get their asses kicked, and then he'd jump up on a thing, and he'd cross his sword over his shield, and he'd say, I am the emissary of hell! <laughs> and then the big robot would come out. So they, they did that in the Marvel comic uh, Spider-Verse crossover. Oh, it's kind of amazing. Yeah, it was really so, cool. I'm sure you guys have talked about but just uh, going back to trailers, that Godzilla trailer. Oh, oh God. yeah. That was in oh front of the Marvel okay. man, and that blew week, my yeah. mind. So yeah. if they can tell me that there's going to be two hours of that and maybe <laughs> half an hour of humans, humans. I'll be great. Instead but, of nine minutes of Godzilla. <laughs> nine minutes of Godzilla and two hours of humans. Yeah. I'm so sad. All right, we'll come back. Uh, I got some uh, some Christmas uh, stuff for you. Crimbus. Uh, and uh, and we'll review uh, Aquaman and Bumblebee. How about that? After, After these messages, messages we'll, we'll be right, right back. back. This is not your everyday cafe, and this is just one indication. F***ing delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Suns Cafe and Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at TwinSunsCafeSLC.com. Hugs are free. Twin Suns, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, it's food is. Dr. Volts has got what you need this Christmas. Back issues are 20 to 50% off all December long. And with new sales each and every week. December 1st through the 8th, toys and statues are 20% off. The 9th through the 15th, graphic novels are 20% off. The 16th through the 31st, everything store-wide is 20% off. They're open seven days a week, hold services free, and with that you get a 10% discount of $20 or more, and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South. Get what you want this Christmas at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Booze Teak can step up your gift-giving game. You'll love the geek barware. Get Star Wars or Star Trek drink can cozies, Han and Leah teacups that say, I love you, I know, and more. Plus Funko Pops, including Ivy's favorite, Death from the Sandman comic, and Funko Bob Ross as Deadpool, and even more geekware. Don't forget accessories for wine and cocktails to entertain and celebrate. Gift cards are available as well. 
Located at 315 East Broadway, they got free parking at Booze Teak. Get 15% off when you say, Geek Show says hey. Open 11 to 7 every day in December. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my Workout Buddy SLC or email me my workout buddy SLC at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says hey, you'll get half off of your first session, my workout buddy SLC. And we're back. Woo. All right. I you know, it's Christmas time and it's Christmas time. Toys and all that. There's I have some, toys and all that. I have some bad news. Oh, what? I was waiting to get one of those Sphero R2-D2s. I got one of those, yeah. Um, because they, I thought they were a little high-priced. And I thought, yeah, I'll wait. They'll come down. Yeah. yeah. They, they, <laughs> they were and they did. <laughs> they were and they did. And I still didn't get it. <laughs> You're waiting more. I'm still waiting. and I, I need to go online and look. But I imagine that uh, the price has probably gone up because... The Sphero BB-8 and R2-D2 and other Disney-licensed uh, robots are no more. Oh, uh, what? Yeah, Sphero has decided to clear out its remaining inventory of licensed toys. That would explain why two weeks ago the BB-8 was 30 bucks. Yeah, 30 yeah. bucks. Yeah. Got it I almost bought it. The, yeah. I thought I did, and the then problem. I kept waiting for it to show up, and then it didn't. And I looked in my Amazon history, and I didn't buy it. <laughs> the, the, biggest, the biggest problem with them, from what, what I've did seen... did you do? I don't know. <laughs> The biggest problem with them, from what I've seen, is that uh, both of those robots actually have working tasers in them, and kids were mm. electrocuting each other. That's not a problem. Yeah. Um, in a statement, uh, Sphero CEO uh, Paul Berbering uh, said that while the toys did well soon after their related movie release, mm-hmm. interest waned over time. And it, I feel like that's my fault, because I didn't, years. I didn't mm-hmm. buy it right away. Well, if I'm mm-hmm. going to spend $130 bucks on a BB-8, yeah. he better make toast. Exactly. And he, well, huh? He just described any branded product ever made. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens to all of them. Interest and, wanes over time. And while the ins- <laughs> and while the insanely adorable BB-8 report- reportedly sold millions of units, the company's data reveals that most of them have been collecting dust since. Like That's, all toys. It's $69 on Amazon. It is? Yeah. How about the R2-D2? That's what I'm looking at. Oh, R2-D2. okay. Thanks. How much is the BB-8? 64 what do you mean right. Amazon doesn't have those Harry and the Henderson toys I oh. wanted? <laughs> uh, so uh, Sphero is shifting their gears toward more education-focused robots like the Bolt, it says here. Uh, so if you go to Sphero's website, the listings for BB-8, R2-D2, Lightning McQueen. They did a really cool Lightning oh, McQueen, Oh, that was actually. cool. I want to get that one. Uh, That's like Jen's uh Well, you better kid. get it. 
Yeah. It's like he loves, but it's so fucking expensive. It's very well, probably expensive. not anymore. But, <laughs> but they're not making any more. Yeah. Uh, the Spider-Man products are also unavailable. They are described as legacy products no longer in production. They had mm-hmm. the uh, they had the Lightning McQueen when they let us dink around with it at the junket. It's, it's rad. It's like, really cool. The mouth kind of moves and like the whole. The eyes like, move. I got yeah. stuck on the cars right at Disneyland right in front of a Lightning McQueen that was broken. And he just kept doing the whatever the hell he does. No, his eyes would blink and then and you go kachow. Kachow. Like for ten minutes. That thing is still two hundred dollars. Damn. Well, you better get it. I'm not going to get it. You know, while you're while you're out there spending money, uh, you should get that and get carry a, a an R two D two. Sure. Yeah. Do that. I'm never going to spend two hundred dollars. You still have that machine that makes things. I great think you're big? spending two hundred sixty five, according to what Lee just said. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I think you'll get free shipping if you use my Prime membership. Oh man. Uh, and, Maybe uh, same day. <laughs> and just in time for the holidays, on the 24th of December, on Netflix, uh, they are releasing a new version of Watership Down. You know, the, that's the bunny that's show. Super cheery the, story. the super cheery story yeah. of the rabbits that are getting killed and yeah. shit. Hmm. Uh, they've got a new version. It was made by the BBC, and it's got uh, voice uh, actor. It's, it's animated. Uh, you got James McAvoy, Nicholas Holt. Uh, you've got uh, Peter Capaldi, John Boyega. This is a cast. Uh, Rosamund yeah. Pike, Taron wow. Edgerton, what? Ben Kingsley, <laughs> Gemma Arterton, Tom Wilkinson, uh, Gemma Chan. I mean, it's a huge cast. Yeah, that's a that's uh, my parents took me to see that when it was released in the seventies because they thought it was going to be this cool animated rabbit movie, and uh, they they all go to war with each other and yeah. they're, like ripping mm-hmm. each other's oh. throats out. And it was traumatizing. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember too. Like seeing it on TV, and I was like. The fuck is this? Yeah, <laughs> so that'll be on Netflix the twenty third, just that, in that, time for Christmas. That cast doesn't surprise me with where Netflix is going. No, yeah. No. So, so like, I keep talking to my rep. She's like, "Oh, get ready." If you think this was, you know, two thousand eighteen was anything, get ready for oh, fucking two thousand nineteen. You saw, you saw the casting. Wow. For she's just nuts. The casting for two thousand twos uh, or two thousand. I'm sorry for uh, Altered Carbon for the second season. Oh, of Altered yeah. Carbon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well. Just the uh, the day I was over at uh, Eggs watching football, and all yeah. of a sudden this trailer came on, and there's Oscar Isaac, you know, like that, and the next thing, you know, Ben Affleck, and then uh, Garrett Hudland, and then uh, uh, who played uh, King Arthur, um, Charlie Hunnam. Mm-hmm. Charlie Hunnam, and they're talking about this heist, you know, robbing drug cartels. So I'm like, what fucking movie is this? I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. Looks great, high budget, like yeah. that. Also, Triple Frontiers. Only on Netflix. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> this is getting weird. It's getting yeah. Interesting. Well, and, They're and, coming. and Disney Plus is throwing all the money at their programming. Oh, uh, that's uh, The Mandalorian alone. Uh huh. I need to see the pictures. Man, oh. it uh, it's looks not just so it's not good. just the pictures. We're 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 seeing the cast. We're seeing that. Uh, I can't remember who's doing the score. They just announced uh, just a few oh, days he, ago. Uh, he, yeah. Oh, he, yeah. He, Randy Newman. He just did. <laughs> Here comes the man. The warrior. <laughs> Look at that manta over there. Oh, but uh, he's walking somebody, through the somebody sand. Actually, uh, somebody actually thinks they saw IG-88 in the background of a Mandalorian still. Why not? Uh, wait, why would not indeed? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking do it. Because if, if, uh, if I can see Bosk and IG-88 <laughs> hunting somebody, uh, and, and if IG-88 can actually move, I... I think I know one. There will be much panic masturbation. <laughs> one, one IG88 uh, fan more than maybe you are just the same as good old counts. <laughs> what? You love IG88 IG88? Too? Oh, yeah, dude. Oh. <laughs> Did you oh. re- remember the Gendy Tartakovsky's uh, Clone Wars cartoon when yes. they had all the IG44s with yes. the lances? Yeah. Did no, you? That's, that's my joint. Yeah. IG88. All right. I love. Counts, you and I are going to cuddle. Did <laughs> you read the, uh, <laughs> the IG88 story in that book, Tales of the Bounty Hunters? Yep. Yep. Because yep. <laughs> yep. yep. well, you found out there was another IG droid, and I went back and watched. 
uh, the IG-88 droid is in uh, New Hope. Um, they took that same, the thing they use for the head is mm-hmm. actually a decanter in the cantina. Yeah. Uh, so the cantina bar has an IG-88 head hanging from it. <laughs> and then there's a deactivated IG-88 uh, droid propped up next to the furnace that all the Ugnots are piling uh, droids onto. Mm-hmm. But they, they worked that into the story. That that was actually an IG droid that tried to ambush no. Boba Fett on Cloud City. Now again, <laughs> before y'all get excited, we don't know that IG-88 or Bosk are in the Mandalorian. No, this is just maybe an excited. Well, I'm telling you right now, if this, they're not, then I'm out. This Absolutely. Is, this is just Absolutely. as maybe. So and they better get IG-88's backstory yeah. right, or I'm going to lose my mind. So I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy bought me the Black Series figure. That's well, a pal. Yeah. That's a buddy right there. That is. Carrie, it's the, it's the Black Panther composer who, who's doing Mandalorian. That's it, yeah. Yep. I, f- I forgot his name. But it's Ludwig Gornson, yeah. Thank you very nice. much. Nice. Yep. Oh, I looked it um, up. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's get to uh, uh, Aquaman and Bumblebee. Where do you want to start? Um, let's do Aquaman. <laughs> I didn't see it. My wife, my wife summarized Aquaman as we're walking out of the theater. She said, "Did you think that maybe they only thought they had one shot, so they threw everything they could fucking think of into the movie?" Because this guy, <laughs> sure. is, seriously, it's like you want you want the the octopus drummer from Oingo Boingo. He's in it. I, see, want, I, I thought that was a hint at uh, <laughs> Little Mermaid. That's what I thought too. I was, yeah. like, I, I was, just, I was just laughing. I didn't care. You want kaiju? It's in it. Yeah. You want knights on seahorses? It's in it. <laughs> you want Patrick Wilson with a bad wig? You sure. Okay, why not? Yeah. 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 You want a uh, you, you want a kraken? Yeah, yeah, I got one of those. <laughs> you want it's you want crab sea monsters fighting people? That's cool. You want? Uh, well, it's, it sounds like Lord of the Rings underwater. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Technically, no. yes, because yeah. uh, what's his name? Uh, Gimli is, yeah. is is the head crab. <laughs> yeah, he's head crab. Uh, you want Dolph Lundgren? There yeah. you go. Oh, yeah, he's, sure. he's fantastic. I fucking love it. I, I I love actually that that Mira kicks as much ass as Arthur does, which is pretty badass. Yeah, um, that. It was the Lord of the Rings. It was Flash Gordon. It is Flash Gordon. Gordon. It's 100% Flash Gordon. I seriously, I put it on Facebook. I was like, that movie needed a soundtrack by Queen. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) There was, I bet you, I'll bet you by this time next year, someone's done it. It sounded like, the soundtrack sounded like a cross between like Vangelis's uh, Blade Runner score. Someone's great. After, after being done with uh, some Daft Punk. So wow. some of the score. The other part some of the, of the score is like sucks. watching Blues Clues. Oh yeah, yeah. it's like here's what you're supposed to feel right now, kids. But when they're when they're first when they're first coming down into Atlantis and there's the collapsed highway and everything and and it's like they've got the deep Vangelis synth score going on. That I was, was like, pretty oh, cool. See, there's some. Good, you're talking about when they go into the into the dark. See, I'd say uh, going back to real fast to Spider Verse is that one shot of Miles upside down the city yeah. like that. That is a move. I would hang that. On a mural in my house. Yeah. Same thing with that shot, though. When they've got the flares going underwater and all the, you know, they're going. Oh after no, that him. scene's amazing. What I'm talking about is when they first came down into Atlantis oh, in, okay. in Mira's sub, and they've got all the statues and they've got the. Oh, you talking about uh, Avatar underwater? Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, we, we can also say James Cameron ripped that off from somebody else, but most sure. likely himself. That's called Hollywood. Yeah, but yeah, they, there was it was the score itself that I was listening yeah. to. I was like, okay, this sounds like Vangelis. It sounds like there's a, there's the scene when they first show the cityscape of Los Angeles, and you've got that. That just amazing Vangelis yeah. score, and they obviously ripped it off, but it still works. So that movie's fucking so, stupid. It is. <laughs> what? Aquaman? Aquaman? Yeah. yeah, I loved it, but, but it was fucking stupid. See, it's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid in the right parts at some yeah. points, and then it's stupid in the wrong parts at yeah. some points because yeah. it gets way too brosive. And like, there's yeah. shots. There's shots in the beginning. I'm going to get to the to about the beginning as well too, with all the the whole origin of Black Manta. Where like, I was like, am I watching Under Siege with like Steven Seagal? Yeah. It's like those like slow motion, like walking <laughs> past the steam pipe, and I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is this? It was you know? it was really 80s. <laughs> yeah, 90s. I think like uh, maybe a blend, but yeah. very cheesy as shit. 
Uh, I, well, I'm going to say it right now. Momoa has no business being a leading man. No. <laughs> Come on. Side character, sure, only, but no. He should only act when he's using a made-up language. Because <laughs> well, then you don't know how stupid he but, fucking sounds. But then he also <laughs> was a side character in that. But what I'm, he's the same thing I said about Russell Brand. Like he, He's yeah. fun, but in a very small dose. Because, like, see, I thought Momoa was fine in Justice League, but he wasn't carrying. Yeah, yeah, he's a side yeah. character. Yeah. Um, he's so, he's just so like, much of him, dude. <laughs> and as much, I will say that the, the <laughs> well, back and forth. I think the Black Manta suit looks badass. It yeah. does. But then, like, when he's building it, it's like 80s fucking montage. Yep. Uh-huh. It's almost like they were playing fucking Moni Moni. Like, you know, uh, what are we doing here? But, uh, you know, when I came out of that movie, I, I still have no regrets. I enjoyed the I enjoyed shit. it. It was yeah. stupid. I, but you have to admit it's dumber <laughs> no, than shit. It no, knew, it knew exactly <laughs> what it was. And well, it, yeah, it was dumber than shit. They could have, they could have, but I was so happy to see a DC movie that wasn't all fucking angsty and right. shit of itself. Yeah. But the way they should have done Black Manta, because I love the suit and everything, I know, and I don't want to spoil anything, but like, they should have done it the way they handled Backdrop the Leaper in Winter Soldier. Yeah. Like, the opening scene just kind of hint at it, yeah. like, here's your fucking Black Manta, and he can come back later if you want. That's yeah. great. But like, I don't need a whole fucking side Dude, story that means I, nothing. I was waiting for, like, like you're saying, like, who's building it. I was waiting for him to come out in different versions of it, and like, a guy was like, no. <laughs> nah. No. no. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you get ready for the wedding or the ball? <laughs> yeah. The fight. That's the, the fight. one. <laughs> the fight in Sicily blew my mind, though. That, that was on the rooftop. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Now see, that's yeah. A, that's available online right now. I know most um, of the fight is. There's there's yeah. a lot more to it, and it's it's uh it's got a it's got kind of a freneticism to it that you don't. I, but I but, liked it. and I hated it though because yeah. like uh was it Mira's running down these, uh, these rooftops and they're firing these lasers at her and apparently they're stormtroopers because they can't hit shit. Yeah. And then like, and she keeps running. This is a city that's so compacted. Like you could run down different alleys and stuff like that and dodge shit. Yeah. No, she decides to run straight in the open plane across every fucking rooftop. Well, now you just ruined that scene for me. Because <laughs> I'm watching going, why don't you go out just on the streets? Just jump down. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she, she didn't want stay- to endanger pedestrians. Exactly. Best scene with wine I've ever seen though in my life. Yeah. And dude, the, the fucking love story in it, yeah, so stupid. Yeah, it's just like this no. Is well, which one? It. There's kind of two in there. But see, I can't. With t- I can't tell whether you guys loved it or hate. I get the feeling that Lee liked it. I uh, liked no, it. It was I, stupid as it, fuck, it, but it, I liked it. it. Yeah, you have to. You just have to admit that it's dumb. It's a yeah. Fast and the Furious movie. It should and have it's directed been, by a Fast and Furious, director. right? Yeah. And so, and it's got all the substance of a Fast and the Furious movie. Yep. All right. And it was it was thoroughly enjoyable, and I will probably watch it anytime it's on. Me too. You know, but it's not like Wonder Woman where you watch Wonder Woman and you go, okay, this movie's that badass. Was, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, uh, I mean, that's got great cinematography, yeah. great acting. This, like, this movie know. was stupid as fuck and entertaining Gal, as well. Gal here's, Gadot could hold her own uh, yeah. as a leading female. Here's the Did, drinking game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know what this you're going to say. So, the first one is anytime. <laughs> well, I got one. Too. Anytime Momoa gives a smoky look over his shoulder. Oh, yeah. I'm already drunk. Yeah. <laughs> On Jason. I got one. No, here's, here's one that's going to kill you. Anytime there's just a fucking random giant explosion. Yep. But not as well as an explosion, a random explosion on a wall that they're on standing next to. A wall that they're standing next to while the <laughs> camera zooms in on the two talking. Yeah. <laughs> that, that part of the movie, because I've been having like some really bad anxiety and it gives me like, um, I'm really sensitive to noise when that's going on. I thought I was going to have a fucking heart attack in that movie. Because we saw it. Uh, it's at least four times that it happens. Four? It's oh, like it eight times. Yeah. I thought it was up there. Like, I was being higher. conservative. They're just sitting there talking, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Alright, so what, what do you give it, Jimmy? Uh, I mean, as a, if I'm going like real films, probably two. Yeah. As like, known that it's dumber than shit, probably three. Lee? I, I give it, um, I give it no stars, because it's actually a terrible movie, but I will watch it a lot. But you will watch it a lot. Yeah. Tony? Three starfish. Three starfish. Oh, oh you. Fucking asshole. Smart me gives it one. 
<laughs> Dumb me gives it four. I think that See, people uh, would be nicer to it if it came out in the summer. It shouldn't. I, it also, shouldn't be a December also, there movie. Is, there is. I mean, if if you are if you are a person who's really into like high fantasy stuff, I mean, Shannon's got the best analogy for it ever. It's it's Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. It is Flash Gordon. Yeah, movie. 100%. But the shit going on underwater is amazing. It is. Yeah. and it is so well, cool. It's a popcorn feast for your eyes. Though, is what it is. The one thing it does is you say shit going underwater. Even like the battles and stuff like that. But even yeah. just the way they handled. Dialogue scenes. Yeah. yeah, there's a slight wave to it. It's not really distracting. Yep. Like, and the, there's a, something they do with their voices that makes it slightly Just like a, a little modulated. like a synthesizer. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was really well done in that. Well, that like, was good. And yeah. the, the fact that like, their hair is moving the whole time. Yeah, yep. so I say it's that, not although, distracting. Yeah, no. I, I, I will say, uh, people, if you if you're watching this movie and like you got to fucking you got to pee, you're like, oh, I, I don't want to leave. I don't want to miss anything. But there's a lot of rushing uh, water in it. Um, no. Uh, as soon as the desert shows up, you can go pee for like twenty minutes. There's uh, <laughs> well, those scenes. I was like, I'm watching a really bad version of National Treasure. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of liked it. It's a ni- it's a 1940s movie. It that was like, made in 1992. Yeah, it feels it, right. it feels like a 19- right. it feels like an old 40s serial with really good production. I know we got right. Dolph Lundgren. I was waiting for Brandon Fraser to show up. Brandon Fraser. <laughs> I was too busy doing the the Doom Patrols. Is, is there a good version of National Treasure, Jimmy? <laughs> the first one's all right. Come on. Yeah. What? Come on. I like the first one too. Oh, it's, just, it's not as good as the first Transformers. <laughs> let's speaking of which, <laughs> yes, let's move on to Bumblebee. <laughs> nice. Did anybody else see Bumblebee here? No. No. Okay. And I won't. Well, I took probably the best person to take to a Transformers film. Which take to Bumblebee, which was. Egg. <laughs> well, you had to. I you had, had to. to. Yeah, because the pouting would have been. But here's the thing, though. Egg is in, in the same boat that I am. Neither of us saw the last one. I did. The, the last night, the one like that. I was like, I fuck did. it. Well, you, you watched it on a plane. I I'm surprised you didn't walk out. Yeah. I almost just <laughs> <jumped out. laughs> hey, oh. it's, it's, it's three hours long. It's a total mess. <laughs> Josh Duhamel shows up like halfway through. I mean, it makes no sense whatsoever. Well, you go backwards. At the thing, the, so there's five of the ones that Bay did. You've got the one that I never saw. You got the one that made me throw up. You got the one that Vice bashed, bashed his head into a metal pole because Leonard Nemo yeah. gave a shitty line. There's the racist one, that's number two, because yeah. you know I can't read. And then you've got the first one. That's yeah, all right, you know, <laughs> which is the only one I've seen. Yeah, and so you're good. Yeah, <laughs> the, the last one I think the the, the pl- their planet crashes into Earth and it's just it's dumb, really terrible. Makes so, total sense. So really this is one. Well, listen, I was reading about this one, the Bumblebee. I thought now this is. This is them scaling it back a bit because they realize that they got out of control. Mm-hmm. Too many Transformers, too much shit going on. So I think, how many Transformers are actually in this movie? You got Bumblebee, you got the, the plane, you got the car. You got the plane, well, the, the plane and the helicopter both turn into cars. So it's the same. So oh, okay. There's All basically right. two on Earth and then Bumblebee. That's it. All right. But I'll tell you what you get first, though, and that's the thing. Well, first of all, you knew it was going to be something better because it's not Michael Bay directing. Mm-hmm. It's Travis Knight, who basically is one of the head guys over at Leica. He did Kubo and the Two Strings. Oh, wow. He, I, I interviewed him for Kubo, and the guy is smarter than shit. And um, and he actually, according to Egg, because I'm going to take all my sources. You know, I'm not looking at Wikipedia. I don't need it when I put Egg next door. <laughs> no. um, <laughs> Travis not. Knight is like obsessed with Transformers. So you have a guy who really? wants, you know, wants uh, a good Transformers film. And so, uh, if anybody doesn't know, it takes place in the 80s. It is a prequel to all the things that Bay has done before. It does essentially connect. Uh, and so, it takes place in 1987. Uh, Haley Steinfeld's there. I'll get to her character. But the very first thing you see, and this is why I'm glad I brought Egg, the first shot is like this shot that comes over like a wall, and it's fucking Cybertron. And it's just a war. And it's just they're going fucking at it. And it's like every first gen. Uh, first wave like figures. The toys that oh, I had. oh my wow. god! Yeah, like that. Like and like even I knew it, but Egg's going, oh, woo, oh god! Like that. <laughs> <laughs> just and, to let people know, Egg 
he's he's got like what fifty some odd Optimus Prime. Yeah, yeah really, if you really his whole front know, room is just filled with Transformers. If you really want to know how well Egg knows Transformers, uh, he did a panel <laughs> with Pablo Hidalgo. That's right on yeah. Transformers. Pablo Hidalgo is the war master for Lucasfilm. Yep. Yeah. The other thing he loves is Transformers. Yep. Yeah. So when when Egg is just sitting there for an hour holding his own with a dude whose job is to know shit. Yep. Yeah, yeah no, he, he knew the shit. So, yeah, the first, like, it's a solid 10, 15 minutes maybe in Cybertron. And the whole point is that, you're like, we need to find refuge. You, need, you know, Bumblebee, you go and find, a, you know, a planet. We think we've got a place called Earth. Go. Like, like a that. scout kind of a thing. Exactly. Go okay. make sure it's safe like that. And don't, and, be, and don't get followed. And that's canon with the comic books, I understand. Bumblebee was always sent as, like, their first contact. As their scout. As yeah. their scout. And he had yeah. it. There's, there's a reason why they call him. There's, I don't you know, ruin a lot of things, but, like, there's a reason why they call him Bumblebee. But he's not Bumblebee on Cybertron. Like, the girl gives him the name. Um, Were they yeah. speaking English to each other on Cybertron? Yeah, and, and Bumblebee can talk. You you, re- you find out why. But they he were can't. speaking human English to each other. Yeah, like, they don't have their own language. Yeah, okay. they're also all blonde haired and blue eyed. <laughs> <laughs> American <laughs> accents. All of them have American exactly. accents, and they're all male. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, yes. you find out why he can't why he can't speak anymore and stuff like that. So obviously he, they find where he is, and but he comes across Haley Steinfeld, who's got the whole, you know. Uh, I won't say who's why she's got a tragic life, but he, he talks um, in the fifth movie in the in the most recent one too. By the way, just yeah. just saying. Bumble, oh, did he? Bumblebee. Yeah. Does. I wonder if it's yeah, the same does. actor or not. But if, I don't know. He says something at the end, but cool. Yeah, <laughs> he says, I sure like Breitbart. Um, yeah, but uh, no, it's, <laughs> it's 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 the one with bad um, Megatron. So they're um, no no um, Optimus Prime. It's bad Optimus Prime. He, uh, he goes he goes bad. Uh, Bumblebee so, has to fight him. So, it, like I said, it takes place in the in the eighties. It's got a great eighties soundtrack. You know, it's one of those ones where, like you guys spent some money, or you've already got hooked up with a record label. But great eighties soundtrack, uh, and it's this girl who's got you know kind of a sad life, but she's always wanted a car, and she finds Bumblebee, and she knows cars, and uh, and then you know, shit hits the fan. But it's it's got one of those things where I always call it. It's, I don't know if it's a cheap play or not, but it's got the Charlie Chaplin, the Buster Keaton, the kind of uh, Wally where you don't talk. It's all like sad, oh, you know, yeah. faces like that. Where it's got, you know, it's going to tug at your heartstrings. It's got emotion. It's got action. It I, honestly, when I walked out, they said, "What'd you think?" And I said, "This has put my faith back into Transformers films as long as Michael Bay stays the fuck away." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, don't so, put that know. on a poster. Yeah, and so and, and Egg, I saw. I think he made a status that said something like, "You know, he loved it," um, and it kind of put his faith back into it because it reminded him of like the episodes back in the day where it focused on one character. Like you didn't have yeah. to have yeah, nine, the, ninety the, running around. The cartoon episodes would do that. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's fantastic. I'm at probably you I mean yeah three and a half probably really wow. yeah I had a great wow. time with it. I had wow. a really good. That's cool. We laughed our asses off. There's yeah. some shit in there that like the entire that's what, it was one of those films that was great. Uh, and I think Ed's, Ed said it too it's a perfect holiday film. Like, like I said the same thing for Mary Poppins Returns. Adults are gonna love it. Kids are gonna love it. Like you know if you're sitting around on the next day after Christmas, you're like let's go see a movie like that. You've got a, you know a lot of selections this hmm. year. Does so. he, does Haley wash a car, a motorcycle, a hel- helicopter? She does anything? it in a string bikini, uh, yeah, kind of like course. Borat style. Oh, yeah. good. You know, just you know, just like oh, my, Michael Bay. Like, a no, a banana hammock. <laughs> <laughs> no, none of that bullshit. Good. And that's what, actually, I, I was, Egg and I were saying that. I'm like, you could tell if fucking Bay had directed that, she would have been in a fucking bikini, been. oh yeah, no, for sure. Or a fucking you know '80s bathing suit, washing the fucking car. She's she would have really pretty girl. girl. And I'll yeah. be even say they even kind of play the whole thing where like this kid kind of digs her, and she's like, "Yeah, not so fast, bud." You know, just like kind of leave me the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. You know, which yeah. is great. She yeah. would have been completely sexualized. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. That's good to hear. All right, so get, check it out. Get your Blu-rays and games together. I know Lee has some games. Here I do. Oh, I, 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 I took, I brought three. One, one for each recording. So, oh, okay. Uh, this just came out from WizKids, uh, the makers of HeroClix. They're kind of rebranding the whole, the whole HeroClix experience as Marvel Strike Teams. Uh, it's actually a really cool box. So, what you get 
Oh, excuse <laughs> my. What the fuck? Excuse <laughs> my. Are you kidding me? Excuse my boxulence. That I've, was awesome. That is pretty awesome. Uh, you get you get the game tiles where you can actually make like a warehouse or a lab or whatever else, and you get a bunch of HeroClix figures. Uh, they're all Avengers for this and for the first expansion. So you get. So what do you get? Uh, you get you get uh, you get the mastermind. Uh, a lot of aim. Baron Van Strucker. Yeah. You get a lot of Avengers. It sounded like such an old man. Dude, that's the best part. I love that he just talked right through it like he didn't fart. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was the box. What you get? What you get? Uh, you guys are fucking. Fly. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm only laughing because Tony is. It's all right. It's all right. I, I appreciate you. I'm so juvenile. Yeah. So that's that's yet another game review that I can't send to WizKids. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. Because the last one Jacob said, "Oh, that's fucking rad." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, WizKids doesn't want to hear this." <laughs> so, anyway. They uh, they took they took the whole hero clicks thing. If you play hero clicks normally, you every time you get wounded, you you go down a dial and that changes your your mm-hmm. statistics that you use to fight. In this game, the dial is only used to level up your character, so oh. it's not a one and done game. Uh, it changes every time you play it. the The game board changes every time you play it, and your character can level up over time, so you can end up with a more powerful version of Captain America. It's pretty cool. I have played it a couple times now and uh, actually had some fun with it. Oh, good. All right, thank you. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Do it. <laughs> Can you do it? There's, there's no game. Hold on, Tony. Yeah, come on. <laughs> oh, let me get my microphone on. Get it closer. <laughs> Just so you know, Lee's on his back. He's got his legs up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> get a I'm going to light it. Oh, oh no. Silent but deadly. <laughs> never happens try, when you want it. Again. No, it try really again. doesn't. Not on... Uh, now we fixed it. There's really no games though. It's Ugh. Christmas week, so right. nobody's putting out games. This yeah, you're week. playing Red Dead Redemption yeah. too, anyway. I'm, I'm sure yeah. there's another version of Skyrim available on yeah. something. It's on your uh, smartwatch now. Uh, so uh, we got Skyrim on the Game Boy. <laughs> What's our uh, Blu-ray? Uh, there's not a lot coming out this week, but just because I've been gone for a little bit, a couple of the ones that came out in the past few Equalizer Two's now out. If you want to see Jennifer Garner kill people, it's Peppermint. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah, she she does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she uh, kills people. The House with the Clock in Its Walls with Jack Black. Uh, a simple favor. Well, oh, that came and went. It yeah, sure it really did. did. It sure did. Uh, Predator is now out, the Shane Black one, if you want to check that one out on Blu-ray. Well, How was that? Yeah. I liked it. Was I liked right. it. Man. I, yeah. I it, it was wasn't fun. great. I've been told that uh, Shane did not do what he needs to do to make all of his movies great. No Christmas? Christmas? It's not in Christmas time. Mm. It, it takes a while for it to become a Predator movie. It's, uh, it's yeah. Halloween. Oh. Well, uh, he does like his holidays. Mm-hmm. Starman's on Blu-ray. If you want to watch that Starman's? One. It's a great movie. That's so how long? Twenty years. Yeah. Starman came out in eighty four. Eighty four. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so almost thirty years. Thirty five years. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Because <laughs> I saw that movie at the Dollar Theater at Valley Fair Mall all wow. through eighth yeah. grade. And then uh, so that's it for Blues. And real fast, I just want to say because Kat and I checked it out the other day. Uh, social axe throwing is actually really fucking fun. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, I tried cool. to tell you guys. Yeah, it's a good time. I just don't. You know, I'm okay with a strip bar being in my neighborhood, and I'm okay with uh, I'm okay with all the coffee houses in my neighborhood. But a social axe throwing bar, yeah. that's taken. That serves too far. beer too. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. And Paul and I are going to go, but they won't let us keep the commemorative axe. <laughs> <laughs> I just laughed because like, going back to, I don't know if it was on the mic or not, talking about rules that you know people have to say. You're like, well, someone obviously did that because you can't. He's like, so don't pretend that you're going to throw it at your friends. Don't pretend. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, are yep. you kidding me? He's like, you'd be surprised. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So he's well, like, I, well, one I guy, bet they get some straight up knuckleheads in there. Oh, probably. Oh, yeah. well, of course they do. I, I'll be honest. I was actually a little surprised they're serving beer in there. But, you know, I don't think they're going to let somebody get shit hammered and start throwing, you know, axes. But it's hipster darts. 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, it, but it was fun, though. We oh, my God. Time. We need to open a social jarts club. <laughs> yes. We just Those things are illegal in 49 let us Oh, I thought you said a social sharts club. <laughs> no, sharts is a whole different thing. But no, I think I went to one of those on New Year's Day. We could get one of those at 50 West, couldn't we? Social jarts? I don't know anymore about 50 West. Don't even ask me. Um, so check it out if you got right. something new. Uh, real quick, because this is the Christmas episode. Oh. Counts, I'm sorry. I, I have I have gifts for the regular. Oh, sure. sorry. You, you you inviting me here is my gift. Oh, okay. Thank God. And all I brought you was a funny farting box. <laughs> and I also brought my own whiskey, so I'm good. You know, we, we, we have whiskey. I know. Need to a, drink. I told him that. I know. Um, I have to bring mine because your dog hates me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just bring the bottle down. Just give uh, counts your case, uh, Jay's case of lime marita that you got back there. You there. Go. <laughs> um, I'm gonna regift that. So, <laughs> oh. I've 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 come to this thing this year where you know because I asked, what do you what what do you, what do you get for Christmas present? Somebody said art, and I got thinking that's a good idea. To me, comic books are art. Mm-hmm. And Heck so yeah, what I are. so what I did was is I went and I found these these aren't necessarily valuable comics. But I liked the covers. Oh. And so, Shannon, this is for you. Uh-huh. This one's for you. Yes. <laughs> Come on, Action Comics 1. Come on, Action Comics 1. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is, that is, that is really awesome. cool. And this one for Tony. Ooh. What you got? Now, what I liked about this one was because... That's it, awesome. It looks like he's fighting the devil, but he's yeah. not. But, <laughs> but they're, that's uh, what it looks like. But they're, they're also... They got some really funny... Stuff Got some on, that. Zatanna on there too. I like that my Hulk one says, "Less than a monster, more than a man." <laughs> exactly. They're all sensational. I got an X Men for Lee. This is uh, the Blob and the Vanisher. <laughs> I, oh my God! This is, you know, uh, what you don't know is that my wife has given me the okay to decorate parts of the house with framed comics. That's so this will be going next to my my metalman from the month I was born. Awesome. Uh, Where'd you get these comic book frames? These are awesome. I found them online. Huh. Yeah. Very oh, well, cool. Well, Sue, Sue found them online, actually. And there, there's a thing on the back so you can hang them on the wall. This is so cool. Thank you, Carrie. Now, for Jimmy, Jimmy's a little harder because I know he's not much of a comic book guy. It was and, back in yeah. the day, but yeah. So I found... <laughs> Why does mine say two current females sitting in a chair? <laughs> 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 so I found my... Very first Spider-Man comic. What? Oh, that's awesome. And it's Man-Wolf. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. That's Jimmy Man-Otter. <laughs> Close I, about to, I fit the hairiness yeah. of it. So. It's, it's Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 125. That's this is, awesome. This is my very first Spider-Man comic. Thank you. And uh, I have every frame of that pages memorized, yeah. you know. <laughs> this is I, super Because cool. I opened it up and I went, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I lingered over this thing for days, yeah. you know. God, he said, the, my, the friend of mine says, Spider-Man, stay back. You can't save me. He says, no, I won't let you die like Gwen, not like Gwen. I wouldn't want to hear the person that did die while someone's trying to save me. <laughs> <laughs> I won't let you die like I let them die. <laughs> the girl, yeah. She meant nothing to me. That's awesome. Thank Man, you so much. Well, thank you so much, Carrie. Oh, no problem. These are awesome. I'm hanging this in my cool. office. Hold on, Carrie. Did you really not get me anything? I thought that was a setup. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were trying to just make me more excited. Oh, here's a, here's a set of his car what keys. The, what the hell, guys? Hey, here's a book. Uh, <laughs> oh, here we go. Here's an issue of 
Uh, Q Salt Lake. Okay. The 2017 Fabby Awards. It's his very favorite issue. It wouldn't fit. <laughs> in, 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 in the, frame, which, the frame is on its way. Yeah, the receipt for the frame is in, in there. In which my... <laughs> this is a special one to me because uh, we won uh, Best Morning Show in the, oh, in the okay. Fabbies for nice. Q Magazine. Well, I, then I know uh, it so, means something. That's yeah. great. <laughs> oh, I'm, glad, I'm glad you guys keep winning because I think all the other morning shows are voice track now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's still not enough. <laughs> You're right. unstoppable. Uh, Mr. B, if you would, please. Oh, I, I don't know about this Japanese version of the ham. It's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs>